You're listening to Trent Talk, the Halo by Halo guide to America's greatest treasure, Trent. Resner. What are we talking about today, Claire? We are talking about, and all that could have been, uh, the live half. Yeah, which yeah. is a DVD and CD. Yep. So we'll have a little comments on both. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tour de force of a lot of the great old Nine Inch Nails hits that we've already covered many times. Yeah, shit we've already discussed. Buckle up, Trez nerds. (laughs) We're in this together now. (laughs) Yas. Alright, so yeah, Halo uh, 17? Correct. 2002? Correct. Alright. Nailing it, Claire. Nine Inch. Um, So, we got Trent Reznor. We got Danny Loner. We got Robin Fink. The Rat Fink. I'm just coming up with names on the fly. Keep going, baby. Uh, We got Charlie Clauser. Charlie Brown. On the theremin and book odor. We got Jerome Dillon. Dillon the villain. I didn't say they were going to be great. (laughs) That's our lineup. And it's good. I love these guys. This is my favorite live album of all time. All bands, all everything. It's, it's the live album. It's the live album. Not to be confused uh, with any li- uh, any album by live. Yeah, it's funny. I wonder what Trent was thinking about. Like, what's like the way he was looking at his career and his place as an artist in 2002. It sort of seems like he was maybe edging towards like retiring Nine Inch Nails, because like the interviews I read with him all sort of said like. He almost sounds like an elder statesman of industrial rock. He's sort of, mm-hmm. see, he's sort of seen it all, you know. And they sort of passed the whole hard rock stage where they had the Jim Rose Circus. And, yeah. And, oh, yeah, the, the Human Enigma. Is that mm-hmm. the name of the guy? From X-Files? From X-Files. Maybe. He was a geek. Is that? I think that's the technical carny term for a guy that eats terrible things. Uh, I spaced out through that episode. And any conversation regarding circus, cir- circuit, I almost said circuitry, and I was like, nope, that's wrong. <laughs> Just circus the tree. Nature of your circuitry. Circus tree. Your circus tree. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. It. It's been a long time since we've done a whole album. It's it has an been. An hour and a half. So to all you new uh, res nerds out there, um, we're just going to play the fucking songs. And we're going to riff on them a little bit. And when we run out of fun shit to say, (laughs) we're going to go to the next song. Or maybe not. Or maybe yes. (laughs) I don't know why your little speech made me so nervous all of a sudden. What speech? Just just now. Just let's do it. Let's do it. Kind of like his, his lyrical tune-up. He goes all he goes all the way from like a full ballad to like like sneering right in your face. Yeah. With a little touch of the yank of it. Stop! I right, think apology. Ugh. Spam in the place where you live. Stop! I like it a lot. <laughs> 
I like this infinitely better than the album version. Because I love all his little... I like this album because he adds a lot of ah and eh and fuck. And <laughs> it's my favorite. And I like all the, all the men shouting in the background. And you hear the hey god, which was right. much more subtle. Yeah. If even included in the original version. Yeah, I, I forget when I became aware that hey god is kind of what he was saying. I think mm -hmm. a, a friend told me, my cool Nine Inch Nails friend. Who painted his nails and was very, very edge. Yeah. Um, Did he paint them black? I mean, is there another color you can paint your nails? Yeah, there's so many colors. But yeah, he said, I listen to saying, hey, God. Man. Yeah. It's about religion, man. And then he took a long drag on his Tijarum black cigarette <laughs> and adjusted his beret. <laughs> he was wearing French mime makeup. Nope, no, he wasn't. Okay. I tell a lie. Lies! Lies! It was an okay lie, I feel like. It wasn't a terrible lie? Yeah. It was a mediocre lie? Alright. Speaking of terrible lies, um, you think... It's, it's hard to tell the way it's all cut together. Is Trent more muscly in, in 2002 than he was in previous two weeks? I think he is a little more muscly. Yeah. yeah. He's slightly beefed. In this interview, I have, I have a record that they had like an Abflex machine in the studio traveling not in the studio in the green room traveling with them on tour which was like it sort of added to the stark industrial functionality of the room yeah because it's just like yep we're just here to, <laughs> we're just here to do our thing and then get a little more swole and keep doing our thing huh because i mean they really looked at this as like work yeah you know they, they took themselves really seriously if i could float a thesis of how the fragility tour was different from the self-destruct tour it's Trent and, and, and company were all looking at themselves more seriously as artists. Yeah. Instead of like just shock rockers who got lucky and got lightning in a bottle with Downward Spiral. You know, they realized there was something more. So they're a little more grown up about this. Yeah. Yeah. But they're still singing songs that resonate so well with middle schoolers. Resonate. Holy Shred shit, have we never used that one? <laughs> I, we may have. Hey, I'm getting closer. Get closer to the mic. I'm like trying to find subtle ways to be like, you're too quiet. I move away from the mic to say words. Is that a thing? Deepest pain. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's internet 1.0 memes mm. back in the day. Do you remember E-Bombs World? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. I didn't. That was like my introduction to the internet. I was like, oh my god, joke images? What are these even? Oh my god. My introduction to the internet was AOL chat rooms. Oh my god, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. What was your first username? It was like, I think it was like, it, it was the word love. 05 because I was born in May but Aww. then the year I put a year but I didn't put my year because I was a child so I put some year whatever would have made me like 16 or 17 instead of 8 <laughs> and then um, I don't remember what the following one was Sometime in middle school, I thought it would be funny if my username was like short shit, because all my friends got oh, taller than me. <laughs> short shit? 
not not a prolonged shit. Not a prolonged like like I was a not short. Not a shit you take at work. Like a brat shit, not a poop shit. Because mm-hmm. I lived in a small white trash town, mm-hmm. so things like Mercer, that. Mercer, Pennsylvania. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think I put sixty nine at the end of it, and my aunt was very upset. <laughs> but short I short shit sixty nine. Yeah. I was like wow. 12. I was 12! 13 at the most. And then, um, family got stupider from there, so I think I'm just not It's okay. Gonna... <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> My first username was Fuzzball7 because I liked rabbits and I was 7 years old. The end. Fuzzball7! Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if Fuzzballs 1 through 6 were taken. Um, yep. I mean, it's like, what the fuck was I doing with an AIM username when I was fucking seven years old? Oh, but my my first DeviantArt username was even better. <laughs> okay, no, I'm ready. <laughs> I think, I think it was twisted hyphen soul. <laughs> and it may have been a Z instead of an S. Oh, yeah. man. If it wasn't, then it was a zero instead of a... Oh, I don't remember it. I what, was your, what was your art? Oh, it was um, lots of self-portraits. Photos or sketch? Photos. Oh. Um, photo manipulation using Photoshop 7 yep. was a big thing. Wait, wait. Photo Deluxe? No. You, ever, you ever, never had Photo Deluxe? No. That was, what about kid pics? Oh, of course I yeah. had kid okay. pics. We, okay. Oh my god, it's I had some kid common pics. ground here. But I that I mean like my mom was still alive when I had kid pics. I wasn't doing like oh, this has became a bummer of a podcast. <laughs> Deepest pain. <laughs> Claire's mom is dead. Um The gauntlet has been thrown. Yeah. Uh I just spaced out real hard. I had kid pics. I had like super awesome kid pics. For my Macintosh performance. I'm sure we all felt that our kid pics was the awesomest. No, kid I had the awesomest because it was way cooler than the kid pics we had at school. And also, did you have that game where you had a pet dog or cat? Because I know you were. Oh a my man. god, pets or yeah. no, dogs and cats? Yeah, it's, just it's like dogs. dogs. Yeah. yeah, and you feed it and play. I had fetch the, with I it. had the demo, and oh. and I really wanted the full game. I, was, I had the full. Game. I was thirsty for that full dog experience. <laughs> But yeah, wow. the way they were animated was just like a bunch of circles that created the illusion of being 3D. Really? I think that's what I remember. It looked like a dog made out of balls. I don't know if we have the same game. I swear to God, that's the thing. Like okay, I also, I also remember Super Smash Brothers 64 as having like mind-blowingly beautiful graphics. But then like I go back and play it now, and it's like, oh yeah, I can see the polygons. When, yeah. when you're Fox and you shoot your laser, the laser is two-dimensional. I would love to learn what happened to Kid Pick. No, wait, I had a very important question earlier that, oh. we, ne- that we never addressed. What happened to all of our AIM usernames? Like, where did they go? Because everyone sort of grew up and stopped using AIM. Yeah. Are they out there somewhere? They what? gotta be out there somewhere. They're just, did we put them out to pasture and username land? No, they have to be out. I mean, if you still know your password. You could just... You probably could just log in. I wonder, like, I, like if I ever had like a really interesting chat, I would like save it. Like if we like, like a podcast, except a chat. Yeah. You know. I did that. I, I wonder um, if I could dig those up on an extremely old hard drive. I have a bunch of them in an old live journal. 
Wow. Dare we gaze into the abyss? No. We da- Dareth not no. we. No. <laughs> Dareth not we. I do it once every three years. No shit. And I'm just like, why? Oh, dude. I have a, I have like a fucking, I've, what are they, steno pads? Like I want to, what are those? It's a really specific notebook that everybody had. Yeah. Which wasn't spiral bound. It was like hardcover kind of. Yeah. And had the black and white on the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. Memo book? It was just a regular, it was just a notebook. It was a specific term for it, I'm sure. Yep. Anyway, anyway, I have one of those with my first journal entry when I was 14. Yeah? Yep. And it says? I think, um, what the fuck does it say? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what the first sentence is, it, is in there, but I remember that after I started writing, I got a phone call, and then I wrote about the phone call. <laughs> my life was that interesting! Let's see if I can log into my first... Um, this podcast has become something very different. My first blog. Well, let's talk about March of the Pigs. The Death March of the Pigs. I mean, this this is a mosher. Like, out of any song on the entire CD, this is basically like, get it all out of your system now. You are just gonna... This is basically a slice of the self-destruction tour. Yeah. That they just couldn't... They couldn't get rid of it. This is... This is a whole lot of love. You know, because Zeppelin had to play that every show. They had right. to do whole... And, you know, they ended up putting it at the end of every show and doing, like, a 20-minute jam that would evolve into all these Elvis songs. But they were fascinated with Elvis, you see. With Elvis? Nope. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, they partied with Elvis a couple times. It's, it's funny thinking about Elvis being contemporary with anyone, because he seems like he's just from this far-off past, right? Yeah. Anyway, Elvis... Anyway, I feel like this is... Trent's feeling so good. My live journal only goes back to 2004, which is not correct. Schlepp inside lies. Oh, here we go. <laughs> June 1st, 2004. Here it comes. I'm Wait, listening I can put on, to... I can put on some other music. Uh, you have to put on Clarity by John Mayer, because that's what I was listening to. <laughs> no, I think I know what it's going to be. No, seriously, I was listening to Clarity by John Mayer. No, here we go. Wait, hang on. Are you ready? Hang on, hang on. Okay. This and is here we fascinating. Go. This is Claire's <laughs> first live journal. Fuck. I mean, this isn't incorrect. <laughs> this is the first one I can find. I know that this is older than 2004. I wrote, I am eating the best cookie I have ever eaten. Wait, no shit? <laughs> wow. I want to know more about this cookie that I ate. Like, what made it the best? Why were you eating it? Why? Why were... How was I eating? Like, where was I? doesn't say. <laughs> I mean, my first journal entry, I shit you not, also included a reference to something that I just ate. Uh, but in my case, it was an egg salad sandwich. I don't know what... I guess when you pick up a journal, it's like you panic and then just write about things in your immediate surroundings. But I, I kept the journal on the regs. Like, how, how how often would you update your live journal? Often. Yeah? Um, I actually found... The May 2nd, 2004, there's a rant where I complain about being grounded. It's, oh, does it suck? 
to be grounded? It sucks. And I'm right. Lame. And I'm. It's multicolored. I used a lot of colors. <laughs> Ooh, wow. I don't you, even want you to read you it. Stuck, wait, <laughs> it looks like you stuck to one font, though. Yeah. I gotta give you props for that. Various sizes. Um, and a typical, like, 16, 17 year old tropes where I'm like, baby, I should just kill myself. Oh my god. Did you seek help? No. <laughs> no. I'm fine. I hated my aunt and uncle. Anyway, they're not listening to this. Let's listen to this. <laughs> You're like the opposite of Luke Skywalker. If stormtroopers came by and killed your aunt and uncle, you'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm joining oh, the Empire." Finally. You would be ruling the galaxy with Darth Vader like that. I'd be like, "Yes, yes, 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 yes." That's really funny. That is really funny. <laughs> Alright, well, All right. <laughs> enough of that bullshit. <laughs> I do like that a lot. Oh, you fucking pigs. Oh, Trenty. Let me see what notes I have. I, I should probably just get to that Kerrang interview because that's like my entire uh, primary source for this week. Uh, ah, that's my thinking noise. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, here, I can just, I can just read. Read. <clears throat> At 5.45 p.m., with the band and their sound man satisfied, Trent Reznor strolls into the wardrobe room and greets us with a quiet, hello, before sitting down at the makeup table to have a bit of slap, in quotes, applied for our photo session. Cornstarch. Um, Charlie Clauser, Robin Fink, and Jeremy Dillon wander back into their... Jeremy... <laughs> Jerome, Dylan, <laughs> wow, into their black curtain draped dressing room. The only missing in action, this is the best, the only missing in action Nine Inch Nails man is Texan Danny Loner, who has just popped across the street to meet his mom and dad who are in town for the show. Aww. Yeah, he's a native, so they're in Texas. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty safe bet that the members' parents weren't in the habit of dropping in on Nine Inch Nails' last American tour. Joined on the road by Marilyn Manson and the Jim Rose Circus Sideshow, that tour has passed into rock history as one of the most excessive, out-of-control tours since the glory days of Guns N' Roses and Motley Crue. Well. I can't imagine that Mon Paul Loner would be overly impressed at seeing musicians spitting on naked girls and hosting backstage enema contests. Wow. Episodes chronicled in Marilyn Manson's autobiography, Long Hard Road Out of Hell. Mm. There's so much in there that I love. I mean, this is good writing. I, I love I, spitting on girls. I gotta hand it to this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing different things now, Fink says, uh, slowly and deliberately. Sorry. We're doing... Um, <laughs> that last, wasn't very deliberate. <laughs> last time out, I personally visited a lot of places I didn't want to go back to. What is he referencing, do you think? What do you... What? The... Okay. Mr. Manson has been very vocal in retelling the story of one particular incident from that Nine Inch Nails Manson tour when Manson allegedly gave Robin Fink a blowjob on stage in Florida. What? I know. I remember that. In Florida. Who the fuck goes to... F- um, but yeah, oh, I really F- love Fink this. discards this. He says, uh, Manson's quite a sensationalist, Robin sighs, the mildest hint of color reddening his pallid complexion. Looks like the author's trying to sort of ship that a little yeah. bit. 
Oh, uh, Senpai noticed uh, me. I wouldn't believe everything he says. <laughs> um, but then, oh, Danny Loner comes in. Yeah, but Manson does suck men's dicks, smiles Danny Loner, who enters the room and slumps down on the sofa beside me. He's gay. Okay. That's, that's Danny Loner for you. Oh, we're gonna um, hear, we're gonna hear oh. Trent hit himself in the head with the microphone. Does it happen in the CD version? Yeah, it's the same audio. Right here. There it is. So he bonks the microphone against his head. Yeah. And you get that coconut sound effect. Yeah. Or, Pretty. No, like... Yeah, you can't even make it because you just gotta bonk yourself in the head with the microphone. No. So more about Manson sucking dicks. I'd never heard that rumor before. You no. heard that rumor? I never paid attention to I heard the Manson one now. about Madsen sucking Trent's dick. I didn't hear that one. Which is like totally a made up fan thing. Right? Oh, this is my favorite. I just like how he. His voice know. is very in control. He's so cute! <laughs> did you just get a boner? Because I did. He's singing the shit out of this. <laughs> so fun. Um, love it. Love it, love it, love it. I love it. This tour is more, a bit more like a slumber party, Robin says. We just watch movies on the bus all night, and we're like, is this one okay with you, honey? <laughs> There's no drunken brawls anymore, sighs Charlie Clouser. It's pretty sad. So if your debauched days are behind you, why do you need that box of Trojan ultra-pleasure condoms on the table in front of us? That box hasn't even been opened. Not even to put a condom on a banana for a joke, Danny laughs. No one here is getting any. <laughs> now, how do they go on? How can you be a rock star? And not... I'm one of the biggest tours ever. And not at least get... I'm sure somebody got something. Oh my god. God, what's happening to me? I don't Uh, know. (laughs) So, this is also weird. It seems like the author of the story was very much trying to to pull in one direction. He said, um, I know the story about one British band in the mid-90s who resolved their boredom by sucking each other's dicks. Apparent. It, it seems like he really just wants to talk about one thing. I think he just thing. really likes to suck dicks. That could be it. Apparently, when the Nothing road crew caught it. them in the act, they said they were just bored. Our boredom, says Danny solemnly, has never come to that. Trent Reznor's bandmates seem like a laid-back, easygoing bunch. That's that's a weird sentence, <laughs> but that appears to be what's going on. <laughs> Everyone has laptop computers and portable studios on the road with them. Oh my god, laptop computers? Laptop computers. Oh my god, what did a laptop computer look like in 2000? I think they may have had like the clamshell iMac. Yeah. Let me know. Or those like great like IBMs. Oh, the business machines? (laughs) I'm gonna Google laptop. You know, it's a Nazi company, right? Yeah. Like, and they're keeping track of like. Yeah, thanks Nazis for that awesome. They also created Herbie the Love Bug. 
Oh, here's a good bit. Um, Charlie Clouser spent the morning beavering away on his semi-legendary tapeworm side project. Beavering. Slated to fe yeah, beavering away. Uh, slated to feature appearances from Finn, Phil Anselmo. What band? Huh? Fit Phil Anselmo. I don't know. I had to say I said it wrong twice. Um, he's from Pantera. Oh. Five minutes alone. I never really listened to Pantera. Yeah. Um, Tools, Maynard Dentina, and Trent Reznor. Um, and he, Clouser says that tapeworm is an ongoing, ongoing thorn in his side. Mm -hmm. He's currently trying to chisel more of Maynard's Brazilian vocal overdubs into a song he's singing with Trent. So, um, we all know now that that goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah. I've had projects like that. <laughs> I think all you? of my projects have been like that. <laughs> Except for this one. Aw. <laughs> yeah, I forget what artist, maybe it was Vonnegut, it said, uh, the key is just to finish, you know? At a certain point, it doesn't matter if it's good or what you wanted it to be, just finish, you know? Also, Ira Glass said that. Oh. Just keep, just keep making. Keep making. Because it'll suck at first, and then it'll be great if you just keep making. So just imagine in years to come when we're making podcasts and we listen back to this one and we're like, oh, oh man. Yeah, this podcast <laughs> This podcast will be our AOL username <laughs> of 1997. Our short shit 69s. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can we and just, our fluffy can bottoms you, or whatever. Fluff, fuzzball 7. Fuzzball 7. If, I'll be Fuzzball 7 if you're short shit 69. <laughs> Those could be our names on, on Rabbit Hole. No, 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 no. I'll come up with something better. I, I don't think there is anything better than <laughs> short shit 69. Those are, that's going to be a but high bar But it was SHT, so it, it could have been short shot. <laughs> short shaft. Ew. Yeah, no, that, that's that gross. <laughs> Not because there's anything wrong with short shafts. I just don't want to be that. And fade up. <laughs> yeah, this has like... This has like a visible effect on the crowd when he starts playing. And I like to imagine, so like, you know, you're at a show, you're seeing your favorite band, but they're playing new music, maybe you haven't heard it yet, and there's always this moment of, ugh, I just want to hear the hits, but then he like starts playing something like The Frail and The Wretched, like what, that must have just been incredible. Yeah, I mean, the Nine Inch Nails peeps of today, like... Yeah, like, The Wretched kind of goes by the wayside. To me, it's a big single, it, but not a single. To me, it's a it's a big tune, man. Big tune. Yeah, it kind of, it frames up the whole fragile, you know? I feel like, I feel like a lot of fans have to like this song. I don't know, but I feel like a lot of them do. Do you like this song? Write us, at Trent Talk Pod on Twitter. Do you know, are you listening? Hi, hello. Write us. Write us, please. We just, we're really lonely. Write us. Why are we saying this like the back of a magazine ad in 1980? Write us. Write us. As if we have like an address. Yeah. As if you put pen to paper and we'll ever see the results of that. 
Did you ever participate in, in any of those like fan clubs where you write in a fan club and then the artist sends you like an autographed photo or anything? Damn, that sounds like a sweet deal. Yeah. No, I, uh, what did I do? I did I that. I, I wrote letters to the editor. <laughs> <laughs> You're boring. I'm yep. just kidding. Um, Precociously boring. I, <laughs> I used to do that. I used to have a bunch of celebrities that aren't even still popular. Like, they did two things. But one of them, my best friend had a huge crush on, so I participated because I just wanted to participate. But it was this young actor named Trevor Morgan, and he was in Jurassic Park 3 and The Patriot. <laughs> and The Sixth Sense. <laughs> Wait, he was in The Sixth Sense? Not the main kid. He was uh, yeah, a different I mean, kid. I, I'm aware. But, <laughs> yeah. So I had this kid's, like, autograph randomly, and, and I was like... And your friend had a crush on him. Yeah. Ollie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. He was more her age. But he was a cutie. He was just, like, he looked too young. But yeah. Oh, I was going through some of my mom's stuff, and she had the autographs of... She had, um... What is the name of the actor who played the original, um... Fuck, I'm having a huge brain fart. Okay, Star Trek Doctor. Oh. Oh. Bones? No. We got Bones. Yeah, so him. That's... Whoever that actor is. Oh, God. I should know this. Is it, like... It's not Dakota something. It's... No, but it's... It's kind of a melodic name. Hang on. No, I can do this. Okay. My mother would be so upset if she could see me now. Okay. All right. So we got William Shatner. Uh -huh. We We got Leonard Nimoy. We got... Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. Dr. Oh. McCoy. Yep. I, I, played I, I got by... it. Okay, we'll say it at the same time. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. I DeForest don't know. Kelly. DeForest Kelly. Yeah. She had DeForest Kelly's autograph, but I think she also had Leonard Nimoy's autograph. I don't remember, but she had, and she had uh, Mickey Dolan from the Monkees. Dolan? Dolan. Huh. Mickey Dolton? Really, Claire? I'm an idiot. I used to love the Monkees, and Mickey was my favorite. Wait, it was Dolan's, I think, with the Z. It's all the same to me, babe. Well, anyway. <laughs> so, were the monkeys, they basically laid the groundwork for, you know, your your Backstreet Boys, your sync. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, because I think the Beatles were trying too hard to be, like, edgy rock and roll. Not, pretty not pretty quick first. out of the gate. Yeah. Like, John had to hide that he was married for, like, the first ten years of the band's career. Really? Like, he, like, he was married when they made Twist and Shout. <laughs> he was, like, always, always married. Huh. Until Yoko, I guess? I don't know. You're listening to Beatles Cast, where we talk about the marital status of dead rock stars. Yeah. But definitely... Are you, are you still married if someone is dead? I mean, you're a... I don't think you're That's legally... That's a stupid question. I don't think you're legally obligated to end a marriage when somebody dies. Like, in order to marry someone else. I think some people... Some people hold on to it. Other people are just like, well... Time to move on. Hollywood forever. Yeah. Do you feel that sometimes I just say words? Oh, absolutely. Oh. We both do. And then sometimes I'm just like, like I'll, I don't always re-listen to episodes of this, but every once in a while I will, and I'm just like, what am I? All right. It could almost be like a therapy session. Yeah. Just listening to us have like low-key anxiety attacks. Right. <laughs> Here, let's listen to this. 
What day is it? We're just listening to it at this point. So, <laughs> I actually have a ton of notes that I scrolled past. These were all taken while we were watching the DVD. Yeah. Um, yeah, Trent is slathered in cornstarch. Right. And I think it actually becomes gravy by the end of the show because of, all, of all the sweat he's pumping into it. Ugh. Gross. Like, at this point, I noticed that Trent is not, he's not sweating. He's, like, dripping. He's, like, he is melting in front of us. Um, also, Trent's a drummer at this point. Jerome Dillon. Jeremy. Wait. It's Jerome. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get up pretty early in the morning to pull one over on the old shyster. Um, they almost look like they're related. He's got a lot of Reznerishness in the face. He's cute. His hairstyle reminds me of a puppy dog, the way it like flaps around like Aww. little ears. <laughs> so yeah, I call him Trent's cousin, Moe's. <laughs> but yeah, Fink... Honestly, steals the show, like because he's incredible. Yeah, I love Robert. He's Ray. incredible. He also is like, he's fully in character. Like he's got his makeup is solid. And yeah. Is he bald? What is his hairstyle? I think he's either bald or he has some little tiny semblance of a mohawk, and then he usually always has sideburns. He just comes out and he is a statement. He's like, adorable. His outfit is just on point. His makeup is, there's almost, I think he has like a slash over one eye. He yeah. is all, he's like borderline Ziggy Stardust. He's beautiful. And yeah, he gets, <laughs> he gets so many great moments. He, he is deserving the spotlight, I yeah. think, a lot more than Trent. Because I mean, I mean, deserving. But, <laughs> like, Trent was sick for most of this tour. Yeah. And I think Fink kind of picked up the slack. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know. Nine Inch Nails is Trent Reznor. Right. But this tour, it was everybody. It was everybody. I really love Robin Fink. He's like my favorite... Non-Trent. Non-Trent, yeah. Of the whole ensemble. We should just refer to everyone as non-Trent. <laughs> that's, that's our worldview now. Alright, there's Trents and then there's non-Trents. He's my Listen, favorite Chuck, non-Trent. two kinds of people in the world. There's two kinds of people in the world. There's Trents... <laughs> And there's non-Trent. Oh, wow. We've got Shelly. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, non-Trent. And I like them doing this weird little voice throughout this song. Like, whatever it is. This is gave up, I think, still. Yes, no, I mean the Smashed voice. Smashed up everything. I meant oh, the voice, oh, not the voice the getting song. processed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I faded in and out. <laughs> Just like the volume. Whatever this is. This is gave up, Claire. <laughs> but yeah, Robin Fink's makeup was on point. And Trent, meanwhile, looks like he did a barrel roll through a puddle of motor oil and mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> Let the guy be. He's sick. During the last tour, his dog died. You know? There's yeah. a lot going on. Fortunately. Okay, so his dog, Maisie. Yeah. Jumped off of a balcony and, t- and yeah. met yeah. met her end. Yeah. Um, the Kerrang story says that he has his beloved dog Daisy May by his side. 
I think he just he wanted to name it Maisie too. Yeah. I was like, nah. I'm gonna change like one thing about it. Yeah. Aw. Daisy May. Doesn't say what kind of dog. It says beautiful dog. Yeah. Um. I mean, every dog can be a beautiful dog if you truly believe. We're back in the Nine Inch Nails dressing room. Casually dressed in a black army surplus shirt and blue jeans, Trent Reznor is sitting on a blue sofa with his beautiful dog Daisy May by his side. With 90 minutes to showtime, Reznor appears relaxed and happy. This tour might read as tame, or old guys, he shrugs, but I'm not bothered. We've only had one day off in the past month. And where before that, before, a day off might spell disaster. This time we went to an amusement park. And you know what? I was like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I wonder which amusement park they went to. Me too. I mean, they're in Texas during this interview. Probably Six Flags. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Last month, though. We could probably track this down. Because <laughs> I, I got, as soon as I read that quote, I was like, you mean there's a fucking photo of Trent Reznor on Splash Mountain? Like, I had to have it. I well, had to have it. If they're in Texas, it won't be Splash Mountain. It was a month before their Texas show, he says. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, but then, who knows when this thing was published. Ah. Ah. Ugh, so it's just useless. Amusement hopeless. park workers, write us. Yeah. Let us know. Were you there in 2000? Were you there? Career amusement park workers. <laughs> I Google it. There are zero photos. On a preliminary Google How great search. would that be? And like I Trent know. has this little sheepish smile. Like Robin would be like, woo! And Trent yep. would just be like, mm. He's like secretly enjoying himself so much. Right. Opposite of the Billy Corrigan amusement park photo. Is that a th- Is there... Look it up. Look <laughs> You haven't seen this? I... Alright, here it comes. Uh, like as if he's not the biggest bummer of a guy anyway. <laughs> I love how Trent had a beef with him. Because, yeah, he's like... He is basically the, he's the Trent Reznor. Oh my god! Oh my god! I think he's on Thunder Mountain Railroad, and he just has he's like so he looks like a sat like a child who just dropped his ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billy Corgan has the ultimate look of just like a sad, like a ordinarily very bratty child yeah. who is now no longer getting what he wants. Uh. Who is he with? His mom, maybe. Yeah, that's not D'Arcy. Yeah, I like how every single member of Smashing Pumpkins left, and then he just reformed Smashing Pumpkins. Like, whatever. Whatever. That was a weird little thing. With the synth, you mean? Oh! Yeah. Yeah, it comes out way better on the album, of course. Still, I feel like that would be a huge moment in the show. Like, after he hits that note, and then it gives you the little... Mm-hmm. I think I would feel confused, because, like, you're not holding up a lighter to this, are you? I don't hold up a lighter to anything. I guess you're, like, swaying to this, but not in, like, a romantic way. You wouldn't be, like, making out with your boo or anything. Would you? I mean, I'll make out to Nine Inch Nails. I think there's no surprise well, would the would the host of a Nine Inch Nails podcast make out to a Nine Inch Nails song? You tell me. But I'm talking about like in yeah, like you're already yeah. listening to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, is this your makeout track? Not the makeout track. 
What is your makeout track? Obviously, closer is the makeout track. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. It's funny, it's like we're editors for a teen magazine and we can't say music to fuck to, so we just say makeout track. Yeah. Fucking is icky. Did, but making out is fun. They said snog in Harry Potter. Yeah. What is snog? What is snog? Is, well, snog is a, an English term for kissing, okay. for making out. They just had to make it sound as unappealing as possible, I guess. But it, it wasn't created for Harry Potter. That's an actual... I am aware. Okay, you just... <laughs> Okay. I mean, she did create words. Right. Even though sometimes she did not try hard. Like, especially in the earlier books, it was always like, I mean, reparo is the spell to, uh, I don't know, repair something. Yeah, it's a, it's written for kids. It's a charm. Yeah. I think she did a fantastic job. Why don't they ever learn fireball? <laughs> Answer me that! Or cloud kill. Or, or like, rope trick. These these are D and D references. I was gonna say, is this like a Street Fighter? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's so far from what it was. I don't know why. You're not I even a Street real Fighter. nerd. Oh, I'm sorry. Name like fifty nerd things. That's that's my favorite shitty nerd thing to do. I'm not like, a. I'm, I mean, I'm a female, so I can't be you a don't, real nerd. You don't really like anything. I don't. I hate everything. Name like five thousand facts about this thing. Yeah. What are, what I don't even know anything about Nine Inch Nails. Oh, hi, Mark has been made. <laughs> You're my favorite customer, Claire. <laughs> or should I say, short shit 69. <laughs> I really regret this. I regret it so much. Don't worry, we'll cover it in next week's regret segment. <laughs> Just cover it in the regret segment of my whole life. <laughs> shit. Is that life? Mm -hmm. I think this song just has us feeling some kind of way. I'm very tired. Oh, that was incredible. Hmm. The little thing he did? Dude, yeah. I don't know technically how to do it. So. Well, I mean, I just like the build-up, and he, he got you to the point where you, you needed to hear that other wow, but instead of that, he went wah, 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 wah. Yeah. He made like a Super Mario Brothers sound with his guitar. <laughs> sounds just like a video game. Alright, let's see if I actually have notes for this shit. The mark has been mad. I have uh, Stoner Loner. I guess Loner, <laughs> Loner looked a little disoriented on the DVD. <laughs> Oh, and then also, yeah, ordinarily there's not a lot of vocal in this track on the CD. But right. yeah, Trent sneaks in there with a... I don't know if it's... It's probably not hit yet. It's happening soon. This was one of the only notes I had, too, for this whole, whole thing. All right. I lied. <laughs> okay, it should be next. 
<laughs> wow. He goes like full Chris Cornell. Do we both just like entirely space out for a solid minute? I feel like... Oh wait, now ask the question that you're going to ask. What day is it? <laughs> what happens to our AOL usernames after we die? <laughs> Are we still married? <laughs> um... Whoa, oh, 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 oh. I feel like with I feel like with teeth was born in that moment. <coughs> Are you still laughing at my triple callback? <coughs> just the concept of I'm just imagining this like this big like field of green in like the digital land, and there's just like little AOL usernames just frolicking. <laughs> They're finally free. Out to pasture. <laughs> There's dandelions and clouds and little AOL usernames in their natural habitat. It's almost as if you're describing the land of Teletubbies. <laughs> Which, by the way, not like a cool concept for a kids' show. No. They're aliens that don't speak in, they don't speak any language, and they have television. So you're watching. You're already watching a show, and then they have another TV just inside of them. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes was... it takes a lot of guts to try to make a show for, like, living things that aren't quite humans yet. You know, like the zero to two age demographic. Yeah. Like, how the hell do you entertain them with a TV? Colors and shapes and songs, pretty much. Teletubbies. Yep. I... Teletubbies was on in the background often just for shits, but I've never actually watched it. That was pretty much, yeah, Barney was on the edges of my childhood, but never watched it. I had cassette, I had actual, like, VHS tapes of Barney. I liked Barney. How's it go? Clean up, clean up. Everybody do their share. I don't remember that song. Oh, that's a good one. I should play that for, like, our roommates. <laughs> um, Oliver? Yeah. Oliver, clean up. Clean up. Bury your poop like every <laughs> other cat does. He doesn't bury his poop like. No, but he. Uh, he. I gotta hand it to him though. He definitely polishes the wall of his litter box for mm -hmm, some reason. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, this will make the poop go. It's like he's reaching for a chain to flush the toilet, but there is, <laughs> but there is no chain. Yeah. What a dum dum. Any wheezy. Any wheezy. Oh, did we miss Lemaire? We were just talking over it the whole time. Yep. We did. We must be super interesting. If you could crowd surf to any song on this, which would it be? Probably suck. Mm. This is mine. Yeah. Wish. Is like this no your doubt. Wish? Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, we're both. I think we're both still exhausted. Yeah. I worked eleven hours. Humble brag. I've worked. The last seven straight days and most of my days have been 12 to 14 hours total with my commute. Humble brag. I spend four hours a day on the train because I hate myself. Oh, what was that story about the guy with the gun you saw? Nope. I don't want to tell it. You're not doing it. Nope. <laughs> um, what have I seen crazy recently? Oh, we voted. Mm-hmm. That was pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. Get to see the full spectrum of humanity. People who are trying so hard to do the right thing, 
And then people who just don't give a flying yeah. fuck. There was a lady at the poll who was being very belligerent because she just wanted to get her voting done but didn't want to listen yeah, to she, the right I thing. I guess she was in a bigger hurry than everyone else to vote. And guess, uh, guess what race she was. I will not. She was white. I mean, <laughs> the irony of it, though, is like she was trying so hard to cast a Democrat ballot. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're all casting Democrat ballots. Yeah. We're in California. Yeah. Like, maybe chill. Smoke this legal doob. Man. JK, it's not legal. Um. Oh, so you crowd surf to suck. And here we are. Yeah. This would be this would be doable. I like this one a lot because it's not as it's not as busy as Wish. Crowd surfing scares me. Yeah. I don't think I would ever actually do it. I don't want anybody putting their finger in my bee hole, and I don't want to accidentally get dropped. Just you know the whole the whole thing. What and like. If I get crowd surfed to the front and then a security guard has to take me down, that's embarrassing. Well, I mean, yeah, and at that point you'll be trying to put your finger in Trent's b-hole. Right. Or just, like, trying to get him to put his finger in my b-hole. Mm. You know, whatever. It'd just be one continuous b-hole loop. <laughs> it'll be like, yeah, it'll be like a human centipede through the whole crowd. Just back and forth like Christmas lights of fingers and b-holes. <laughs> I this is a it. different podcast night. I don't, <laughs> something's changed. Yeah, I don't think we should ever podcast on a Tuesday ever again. <laughs> God, yeah, Tuesdays are rough. Like Mondays, I'm dead. Tuesday, yeah. wait, I don't care if Monday's blue. Tuesday, Tuesday's gray, gray and Wednesday, Wednesday too. Thursday, I, I don't, don't care, care about you. you. It's Friday. I'm in, in love. love. Yeah, we saw the Saturday. We... Yeah, I love. Comes too late. Wait. Nope. Sunday comes too late? Yeah. What is, Sunday how does Saturday? How does Saturday fuck up? Saturdays. I thought it was gray. But I already gray. said. Gray. But Wednesday and Thursday were gray. No, Tuesday and Wednesday were gray. Uh-huh. There's a whole diagram of uh-huh. it. I, don't I, I don't care if Monday's black. Tuesday. Mexican, Asian, any race. <laughs> I'm just really cool like that. Um. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> I like he said black and then Mexican, which is very specific, and then Asian, which is very not specific. Mexico's a big place. <laughs> so is Asia. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is that is that is a classic white person move. Is all Hispanic people are Mexican? Yep. Yeah, I just hear him speaking Mexican. That Mexican language. It's funny though, like you can you can really learn to hear the different dialects. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like the most proper Spanish is Peruvian. Really? They, they speak good Spanish. Hmm. And then this is this is what I've heard. Mexicans speak extremely dirty Spanish. Dirty Spanish. Just lots and lots of slang. Yeah. yeah. And they all have different slang because my Nicaraguan friends. We'll sometimes be talking to, like, speaking Spanish, and then there'll be some other slang, and they'll just be like, I don't know what you just said. <laughs> it's very cute. I wish I knew all the slangs, but I don't even know proper Spanish. Hey, would you like a word of the week? Sure. If you're from Mexico City, they call you a chilanga. Chilanga? Chilanga, which sounds like food. It does sound like food. Yep. Oh, I got another one. Yeah? Coger. 
What's that? Which means just like to take or to have, mm. but it it means just to fuck. Which like an leads us to our next song. <laughs> oh, we're back. What day is it? <laughs> and now everyone's finger is in everyone else's beehole. Yep. I would put my lighter up for this song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would, this was like... You could be grinding your body on every other person in the crowd, and it would just—it would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Shit, I don't know if he played closer when I saw him in 2008. Um, there were a couple years that he was abstaining from it, and if you saw the Wave Goodbye tour, then he probably didn't. It was lights in the sky. Okay. Then he probably did. Uh, I don't have any now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. This is another one of the songs that just has like an instant visual effect on the crowd in the DVD. Mm-hmm. They just go to fuck mode yep. right away. Like I mean, they're like they're moshing for Wish, and then like they kind of like immediately everyone is just they're moving sideways instead of up and down mm-hmm. because they're just they're just <sighs> like animals. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, and Trent gives Fink a big hug. Does he? This. Yeah. It's kind of intimate. I think he like maybe kisses his ear. What I oh, wonder- I saw that happen, but I didn't know it was Trent what I, doing that. What I wonder is like, did the rest of the band get jealous? Probably. I don't want a Trent hug. I want a Trent hug. I want to kiss my ear. Oh my god! Yeah, at the end of the song, Trent does a lot of antics with a water bottle, mm-hmm. pantomiming an orgasm all over Danny Loner's face. Oh yeah! And then he does he dump that. So fun. And then he dumps it on a keyboard. Thing on the keyboard, yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. Do they rebuild the keyboards, you think? Or throw them out? I don't know. Because, I, I mean, they've voided the warranty. Yeah. I feel like it would be too expensive to repair the keyboard. Yeah, I saw a quote from Charlie Clouser saying that my techs are getting bored. I haven't broken a keyboard in, like, three shows. <laughs> but, like, why would that bore your techs? They don't have to go out and buy a new keyboard, or do they, well, they sell the Jakimaran? Would it be like Texa that are backstage who would have to like fetch him a new keyboard? Maybe. Yeah. Got to keep him on their toes. Yeah. I love Texos. the I love the rig they have for like the floating keyboard. Yes, I love it too. Yeah. Because it's like they can really slam on that thing, and it's a lot more fun than just watching a guy behind a keyboard. You know. It's not. It's not just like. Uh, I can't think of a keyboard. Or... It's not uh. like watching someone doing a Mozart recital, sitting statically behind a piano. A Mozart recital. I was gonna say Alicia Keys, but that was like even, even further from. No, I. Oh wait, that parody album didn't Trent do a duet that never existed with Alicia Keys? Maybe. Pussy Grinder. No, that was Cheryl Crow. Okay. I asked a coworker recently if Keys was her real last name, and he looked at me like I was the dumbest bitch alive. It is not her real last name. It is a play on words. I don't get it. I don't get it. She plays piano. Like, Keys on a piano? Are you joking, saying you don't get it? Or well, really I mean, the, uh, just Alicia is not part of the pun. No, it's not. That's her it's real like, first I'll... name. Oh, it's like, uh, oh, you'd like to play a piano, but you can't afford to buy one outright? I'll lease you some keys. 
I'll lease your keys. I'm on fire. Wow. Bow, bow, bow. more of this is left. I know. I was having I exactly the same think. thought. Ugh. Or lack of thought. I have no thought. My brain is a blank slate. Is there anything else we can talk about? <clears throat> um, um, <laughs> um, let me see if I... I think I used up all my quote from Kerrang. Yeah, Trent's dog... Oh yeah, um, this was around the same era that Trent made up with Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they they made that music video for Starfuckers Incorporated, Star Suckers. Sorry. Star Suckers. As it was originally intended, um, and yeah, he actually brought Marilyn on the road some of the time, and they did an interview together where they shat on uh, Fred Durst. Yeah. Of Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit. And yeah, like, I didn't realize, like, um, all of the faces shown in Star Fuckers Incorporated are specific targets that Trent specifically hated. Yeah. Like, Billy Corgan. I did, and I had forgotten about that. Yeah. And Fred Durst was there. Yeah. So yeah, I think Limp Biscuit was everyone's favorite, uh, frat rock punching bag. Yeah, because they fucking, they were They're terrible. the worst ever. And I kind of liked them. I never listened to anything they did. I just I knew that there was an album called, correct me if I'm wrong, Hot Dog Water and Chocolate Starfish. Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water was the title of the album. It wasn't very good. I have nothing else to say on that topic. I think I was in eighth grade when that came out. I liked um, one of their earlier albums. But I'm not saying that they were good. I'm just saying I liked it. I liked a lot of really dumb shit. Well, you know what it's like... Got money, I'll do anything for you. Yeah. What day is it? Did the band members get jealous? Would you mosh to the house? Too bad nobody can see your sweet dance moves. Yep. How would, you, how would you describe them? Paint them a visual. The, um... What is the name of that thing that you put air through? It's a noodle Wacky, that waves. waving, inflatable <laughs> arm tube man. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I would describe the one you just did. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I also do this one. The shifting shoulders and puckering your mouth. and. <laughs> the mouth is a big part of that movie. <laughs> it's I'm, a big part. I'm glad the mouth you, is a big part I'm of all you of your moves. <laughs> you always do some mouth Also, thing. if I want to kick it up a notch, just close your eyes, and then what you're doing becomes instantly ten times cooler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to get you to a Nine Inch Nails concert. God damn right. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's too much, too much dead space in this one. Hmm? In this episode. Not <laughs> if you like Nine Inch Nails. There's not. <laughs> Resnerds, if anyone is listening to this, <laughs> anyone, if you're listening to this right now, just, just, just send 
us a message on Facebook and say, hi, I'm listening. I just need to know you're there right now. Yeah, do that. This is from me to you. You, specifically. All right, now back to the show for everyone else. So I like how this comes so late in the set, because I mean, it's fucking had like a hole, bro. Mm -hmm. It's never gonna. I mean, this basically is how they have, how they even had a tour after Pretty Hate Machine came out. You know, mm -hmm. like this fucking song, just the strength of it alone. I've never liked it. Really? Have we have we addressed this? Yeah, at least twice. I don't know one of those things but I mean at a concert do you hate it I would rather listen to a different song would you rather listen to Starfuckers Incorporated no because that's what you're gonna get no what you deserve no I'd rather die yeah we're not recording on a Tuesday ever again no this is don't have the energy. Oh, let's let's throw to an ad. It's time for uh Oh god, what is it time for, Claire? We don't have any new ads. Let's let's plug um Well what did we do last time we talked about? I don't know. I don't know. This is the worst thing we've ever done. This is the worst thing we've this ever done. This is the worst episode we've ever made. <laughs> Well, because I was thinking of podcast preview, but we talked about them two ago. We don't have... What if we just plug a podcast we're not even affiliated with whatsoever? Okay. Well, I've been listening to a lot of My Favorite Murder. With Georgia Hardstark and Karen, Karen Kilgareth. Kilgareth. And... No! <laughs> not Gareth! That was the coded Gareth. message we've been trying to put out this entire time. And it's cool because if you put their last names together, they're hard killed. That's pretty great. Yeah. But they talk about death a lot, and one of them's kind of ditzy. They're both a little ditzy, but not in, like, a bad way. <laughs> Good thing we don't have a ditzy one in this podcast. Totally not. And it's pretty rad, and I like it. And I've also been listening to a lot of last podcasts on the left, which is also about murder. Mm. And a cult and things. And if you really want a bummer, you could try out Sword and Scale. Oh which my god. Is like those shows, except it doesn't have like the radio DJ feel. There's no personality. It's just yeah. it's just storytelling. And it's, and it's, it's the saddest, craziest, murderiest stories. It's insane. Yeah. There's like the Detroit mom who put her kids in a freezer. Ugh. Yeah. There's that one. There's the schizophrenic guy that was like, no, Please just eat your jizz and then you'll be saved from sin. Yeah. That dude. Ugh. Um, but I do really like my favorite murder because they have fun with it. Yeah. Some, somehow they somehow, take the yeah. darkest subject matter ever and they make it fun. Mm hmm. Because it's like, yeah, every murder you hear about, you, you learn a little bit of something you can look out for, like a red flag in any sort of social situation you wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. uh, you learn about symptoms of mental illness. Yeah. 
But yeah, then they'll even joke around and say, like, do you think by making this podcast we've invited a killer into our lives? I'm like, oh, shit. My favorite recent, my two favorite recent quotes, one of them, Karen was ranting about Scientology for a while. And I say recent, I mean I episodes I've recently listened to. They're not like recent, recent episodes. They're ones that I recently listened to because I'm getting caught up. She was ranting about Scientology. I, I mean, like, the Scientologists that I meet on the street are incredibly polite. They're just also very, very forceful and want you to talk to them. But they're so polite. Um, the whole process, I took the personality test because I thought it would be funny. And it was less funny and just, like, more alarming because of how nice. Like, it made me want to be there. They were so nice. But Karen was ranting about them, and she was just like, you're in a cult, call your dad. <laughs> um, and My, then, huh? I just had a quick riff I wanted to throw out. What? Oh, no, it's not a cult. Says person who is definitely in a cult. Right. <laughs> Says every person who's definitely in a cult. Yeah. That's the first thing they tell you. Yeah. And then my second favorite thing they were talking about, someone got stabbed in the head. And Karen, and one How of them... How do you stab a person in the head is my question. Is with a, a very sharp knife. Oh. <laughs> one of them was just like, being stabbed in the head seems terrible. And the other one was like, well, it can't be that terrible because you don't really have a lot of nerves. Like nerve endings, so you probably don't really feel it. And then blah, blah, blah. And then later on, Georgia was like, oh my god, you guys, be careful. Don't get stabbed in the head. (laughs) (laughs) As if you're going to see it coming like, uh, Georgia said. Oh no, Georgia said. Uh Uh-uh, not today. I'm going to be careful. But I like those podcasts. I used to listen to a lot of comedy, and now I only listen to... Well, no. See, I feel like we said this last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. Don't worry, honey. Everybody hates us. <laughs> should, should we address that that you and that you and I are more than just podcast? I think everybody knows people. by now. Is that is that right? Honey, we're yeah. also bees. <laughs> <laughs> Not the bees. Not the bees. Oh God, my eyes. <laughs> that was my Tarzan sound. <laughs> Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. And that's how we alienated all the neighbors. <laughs> I think the neighbors did a good job alienating themselves. Oh. I don't know a single person who I live near. I do know a single person. Mm-hmm. He's this cool. Is... He helped me fix my car. Well, he didn't... I would say he helped me fix my car, but he just kind of hovered and watched me fix my car. Yeah. Still, though, I welcome the audience. <laughs> Put that extra pressure on to really perform. Yeah. Well, should we skip the rest of this song? This is boring. So, I mean, the only two songs left are Starfuckers, Inc. and mm-hmm. Hurt. Both of which I think there's a strong case to skip. But if I had to pick one, Starfuckers. I don't want to listen to either of them. <laughs> are we just going to totally bail? Can um, we? Let's put on some Limp Biscuit. Okay. Let's do Nookie. Oh, God, no. I, I'm not, okay. not going to do it. <laughs> What's another Limp Biscuit song? Um, Red Light, Green Light. The one with Snoop Dogg. What? Yeah, do that one. What I like, is the song? I like that one. Which, there's no song with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. No, there's not. Yes, there is. Oh my god, calm down. Red Light, Green Light. Tell me when you're ready to go. You ready to roll? What yeah. the fuck are you talking about? That, this is what I'm talking about. That? It's alright, Res Nerds. Here we go. We're kind of bailing on this. Yeah. 
We love you lots. Freak, freak, baby. Freak, baby. What the fuck is this? You like this? It's really good. There's a lot happening, and I don't understand it. I think this was made for a Fast and Furious soundtrack. Okay, well. the cheese, baby. Find us biting uh, my steez, baby. On Twitter at Trent Talk Pod. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Trent Talk Pod. Send us a message, a smoke signal, a carrier pigeon. I'll take anything. Yeah. Send me a telepathic message, a nightmare. I'm down. I just, I'd love to connect with the fans out there. Yeah, we want to hear your stories. In the beginning, people were sending us their Nine Inch Nails stories, and it was a lot of fun. And we want to get back to that, so you should do that. That'd be rad. Green light. So, yeah. Are you going to play that thing? All right, so I do have one last clip to play us out. Okay. It's lots of love, Res Nerds. Uh, Nine Inch Nailed it. In their mind. Look, I'm not going to say Limp Biscuit sucks, you know? You know it, I know it. I'm not going to say it. All right. Bye. Okay, Nine Inch Nailed it. Bye. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.